guys hello and welcome back i'm jojo fraser it's time for a mojo injection episode 94 here we are thank you so much for being here i had some great feedback on the podcast last week and just hearing about how it's really encouraged people to do a little bit more of the work and to be kinder to yourselves um, which isn't always easy guilt the inner critic all that nonsense that comes up and um, yeah just some really encouraging messages and and that's why I do this it's a huge part of that is giving you permission to try something new to take a bit more time on yourself to reflect um, to come out of that fear state and more into a state of faith where we can make positive changes and it's just so amazing to hear when someone's had a mojo injection so keep the messages coming guys you can get me at mummyjojoblog at gmail.com or across on social instagram at jojo fraser mojo i'm also on twitter and facebook but i answer most of my messages on instagram just because it's really easy and accessible um but yeah, thank you for being here. It's really, um, really great to have you here. So this week I'm going to be answering some questions that I've had, tackling quite a few things that people are still afraid to speak about, which, you know, is crazy in my head that we're still afraid to speak about some of these things. But it's just the way society is and I want to break that stigma and keep breaking it last week was all about mental health awareness but that does not change this week i'm still working hard to get people to talk openly and share and i'm very happy to use my experiences and my insights to do that so let's jump in Okay, so safe place here, all about the mojo, um, all about good vibes. And what I really want to do this week is cover some topics, taboo topics, that we still struggle to talk about openly. Um, Get into my mojo den, right? There's absolutely no shame, um, no thoughts are bad thoughts here. Um, and just feel welcome and free and listen send any questions my way um, mummyjojoblog at gmail.com or hook me up on social and I'm happy to give you my spin on them or to get some other experts in too Um, because I want to cover issues that will really help you Um, and there is still so much freaking work to be done you know I have been banging on about this stuff since 2014-15 and whilst I've noticed massive changes having been in a psychiatric ward earlier this year and having had my first full-blown mental acute mental illness who'd freaking thought it like seriously um it's uh, I just want to say I'm so thankful that I have got my mind back and I want that to be a message of hope if you know anyone who's really struggling right now, if you're worried about someone, if you're worried about yourself. Back in February, I was delusional and had lost part of my mind. Now, here's the thing, because I'm a speaker, 
and I am sort of on stage a lot, do a bit of acting drama, big motivational talks. Apparently, a lot of the consultants and psychologists and psychotherapists and the senior consultants said that I had them totally fooled because I did come across so well and I did speak and present my case. So they, for me, I was dragged along to the doctor by the fam- my family members, the closest people to me, because they saw a change. Um, but I'd even sort of got the doctor on my side for a bit, um, but then it started to become clear the family were saying, no, 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 trust me, she's really not herself, please listen. Um, but it took a long time for me to be diagnosed because I put a blooming good case, you know, when I was still working, I was fine and I could hide quite a lot of it until it got to a point maybe a few weeks later when I was taken into hospital and I said to you guys if you were to listen back on that podcast episode that I recorded when I was in hospital you would know how unwell I was um, and all my friends and family say you know you're, you're back you're back um, and that is I feel so lucky to be back um, I'm thankful I had that mental illness because it taught me so much. I'm not thankful for the scary parts where I said stupid things or crazy things or angry things or delusional things. Anyone I I hurt, I, I just feel so thankful. And I put in a blog this week about kindness, the theme of Mental Health Awareness Week is all about kindness. I am blown away that people just knew that I wasn't right and they didn't take it personally. You know, granted there might be a few people that did take things personally, I can't control that, but what matters is that I've got my family and friends around me who are supporting me. I've had so much support on social media, it's been phenomenal. Um, But yeah, I just wanna speak to you openly about mental illness and mental um, issues. A lot of people write to me with anxiety saying, you know, they feel bad taking medication. No, these are crazy times. If you're struggling to sleep or if you're getting anxious thoughts and medication helps to calm you down, then please keep taking it. Um, I I know I have said in the past that, you know, doctors just throw out medication. That wasn't the experience I had, actually. And I've heard a lot of people say that, that they're not just throwing medication at people. They're maybe trying to get to the root of the problem. For me, though, I needed medication this year. For the first time in my life, I'm very openly admitting I needed medication and there's absolutely no shame in that. So if you or a friend or family member needs medication, do not feel ashamed all right because our minds can break just like you can break a bone or you have a heart attack or you get cancer your cells go wrong things can go wrong and I remember you know friends just saying to me like I'm so glad you're back that was quite a turning point because it's scary to think that they saw a real change in me um Our minds, you know, and and granted, my case, right, was very severe, okay? So some of you will be listening and you'll understand, you'll know people that have had hypomania or mania. You may have anxiety, so it might not be severe enough to go into hospital or to have a medical team looking after you, but all feelings are so valid. And now more than ever, we need to keep talking about these things so that we eliminate the shame. Um, you know, people said to me, you don't don't feel you have to talk about your issues or, you know, I have had some people being really kind of 
a bit um, sort of walking on eggshells around me. And I'm like, look, just talk about it. I've met people on the street and they're like, oh, don't worry, I won't tell anyone. And I'm saying, I don't mind. You can tell people if you want, if it helps, you know. I have no shame. Absolutely can see that hand on heart. I have no shame about that, right? And I just want to encourage you to not feel shame. And if it's someone in your family, to not feel shame. Okay, we're all doing our best. And, you know, kindness is so important. And and one thing I really would say is, and this comes back to the first chapter of my first book, Time for a Mojo Injection, is nothing is personal. Nothing is personal. And, you know, sometimes when people are mentally unwell, they do say things they don't mean. And there's nothing, honestly, there genuinely is nothing you can do to stop it. Like when I was in hospital thinking I was in prison I said some awful things and there's nothing well I didn't the illness as my consultant keeps reminding me my illness said some awful things and there's nothing anyone could do to stop that not even the best doctors in Scotland they couldn't because mental illness is an illness you know it's just like saying there was nothing they could do to get someone out of that coma at that point. There was nothing they could do to get them walking at that point. There was nothing they could do to get the heart from, you know, crumbling at that point. There was nothing they could do to get the mind working properly. Now I can say confidently, my mind is working well at the moment. Why is it working well? Well, a big part was going to hospital, getting medication, being kind to myself, um, you know, getting the sleep, eating well. Um, I was really encouraged to, because I was doing exercise when I when I was hypomanic, but I was really getting into it. And Susan from Streamline um, Personal Training, who's been on the podcast, had written to say, look, you know, I know Ash is moving away and would love to help you. And I was like, oh, amazing, because she lives fairly near me. Um, but then it was lockdown. And I was like, oh, can't meet you. But we've been doing some amazing sessions on Zoom, which has been great and really helping with my energy because when you have people around you encouraging you, when you're in a place perhaps where you're still feeling low self-esteem, you're in recovery, you're anxious right now, perhaps exercise is the last thing you want. Maybe you're feeling depressed, low, you don't want to get there. And what I've done is, you know, people like Susan, who, Susan's really encouraged me to get on the Zoom. I've also downloaded an app on my phone. So even though I've ran Bloomin' Marathons and Half Marathons, I've got this app to get me out the door, to get running again, because I've got someone saying to me, look, keep going, keep going, because I felt that that would help me get out the door. Just, you know, sometimes we need friends. We need um, people supporting us. We need to hear a friendly voice. And that's what I've always wanted this podcast to be. A friendly voice, friendly voices, a friendly mojo cave, mojo den, where you can come in and anything that's going on, you know, I can cover it on this. I'm happy to talk about anything. Nothing shocks me. And there's kindness. And if you need empathy, empathy can be really hard to get um, sometimes. You know, some people can be quite close-minded. We've all met those people that are really close-minded. Um, you know, you you maybe apologise and they, they're not willing to forgive or um, they are, um, they discriminate without realising. So you've got these unconscious bias. You can see certain people, certain way um, with people that are different to them, you know. 
there are closed-minded people out there. Let's be honest about that. And the closed-minded people do make mental health illnesses or anxieties more of a taboo. They do. And and these closed-minded people are um, a pain in the neck. They could probably do with some therapy themselves and perhaps people in their life are in therapy because of them. But they are um, just, nope, nope. There's, there's almost a sense of arrogance when you meet these people um, and, and it's their way or the highway and they're very, very quick to give out advice and to tell you how you should be living your life. But if you give them any, whoa, the ego flares up and it can't take it. And I hear cases of that all the time. I hear people write to me all they've got this really frustrating mood over family member or, you know, they feel judged and... You know, the strap line here is judge less, live more, live more, love more. Now, we all need love. And sadly, we will also have come across people that need love, but are in that critical mind state, that really, really judgmental state where they just want to pick up the bad in every everyone rather than trying to see the little nuggets of perfection in people you know we've all got this thing that we do well um you know we've all got something amazing we can bring which really excites me but it also makes me sad because i see people who are being judged and that takes away that little spark that they've got you know i love looking at people and seeing what they have like as a mum you know, I look at my kids and my son's so caring. And he said to me on the trampoline the other day, Mom, I love you because you're fun. You know, he builds up people up with words and he does these little sweet things. Um, if he's going to get like a Frere Roche the other night, he, he'll make sure he looks one out for his sister. Um, he's just so thoughtful and caring and sweet and he's got a great imagination. I look at my daughter, she's such a natural behind the camera. She is so good at acting. She, she's she got this really kind, caring, quirky side. You know, think of people in your lives that rather than pointing out the hard things, like I could point out the things that the kids do, like when they won't go to bed or, you know, give you a list of stuff that frustrates me. But I love to focus on the gold in them or the platinum, you know, the great things about them. When I was really unwell, I had quite a critical mind about some of the people closest to me and all I could see was just, oh, my lens was really, really not like like me. Like it, it wasn't positive, it was negative. You know, the queen of positivity that I get dubbed and the kindness advocate was just, you know, the lens wasn't mine. Um, and that's scary because when you're in that critical mind and you're blaming everyone and you're in victim mentality, it's not nothing I've done, I've not burnt my brain out too much or perhaps there's a gene that was laying dormant that, you know, in my family someone's had a crazy manic episode and I've got this gene now that was just going to go off on one. Um, you know, I'm 37 and I've never had a mental illness so I, I often ask, where did that come from? You know, I was chatting to my dad and he was saying, well, you know, there are were people in the family further down who've passed away now that struggled with their mental health. My dad, as a lot of you all know, has struggled with depression and anxiety. These things can be more um, 
prone to happen to certain people. I would also say as well, if you're, you know, I talk about empath a lot, but if you're a deep thinker and you feel really, really deeply, um, we often say that people, you know, when we feel really, really deeply, then you feel stronger. So your your mental health may be a bit more, you may be a bit more vulnerable because you feel like pain deeper. Or like me, if you're quite excitable, and then I've got this hypomania, sort of mania thing kicking up, it's like me exaggerated but because I'm quite excitable and positive and out there anyway it's harder to spot but it's in there and um, yeah I just think people are really really fascinating you know I absolutely love hearing from people guys honestly every message I've had and I love hearing I'm so inquisitive and I think curiosity is something that can really, really help us. Now, in these tough times, what I would encourage you to do is write a little bit of a, a mood journal. Um, it'll be great to look back on as well. But for me in recovery, you may not be in recovery. Um, you know, everyone's different. You may just be a bit anxious, a bit stressed, a bit fed up, or you may be absolutely loving it right now um, and using the time to be creative or think about things or have a bit more fun or play more or dance more, read more, watch more box sets, whatever you want to do, clean more. Um, you know, this chat's for everyone. But what I would say is you could get a notepad out, right? And and write every day a few things you're thankful for, a few sort of things you notice. So for me, um, I notice when I exercise, obviously I've got more energy, obviously, um, but just to remind myself of that, um, there have been times that I've just felt quite sedated because I'm dropping my medication and part of the medication I'm on, it's a mood stabiliser, so it, it stops you from going really high or really low. Um, it stops you from being delusional. Um, they're, they're also called antipsychotics because psychosis was something I experienced for a short while. Um, there's a lot of stigma about psychosis and a psychotherapist would tell you this, but actually many, many people have to experience this with mental illnesses or perhaps a physical illness but they've been on medication that gives them a bit of psychosis it doesn't mean that you're going to go and boil bunnies or you're going to go and kill someone um you know psychopath the media have done a bit of damage there a lot of people get psychosis who are not really um dangerous to be about but it's more just that their minds get confused so they think things or they imagine things or for me for example when I was in hospital, I was so angry with some people because I, I felt they'd sent me to prison and I really, really wanted to make sure that they um, knew what they'd done to me. And I was so angry and I was like, you know, thinking of things I could say to really hurt them because they'd hurt me. Um, whereas the normal me, not the normal me, but um, the, the kind of healthy um, mind that I have would say, Oh, you're just done well. They they just love you and they're, they 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 want you to go and get looked after in hospital. But no, it wasn't. It, I was a victim. I'd been scapegoated. I'd been set up. All this kind of stuff. So that is psychosis. That's when I was experiencing psychosis. And you can actually hear me talking on this podcast. You know, back in the day, episodes five episodes or whatever ago. Um, 
talking with psychosis and I've kept that um it's quite hard to listen to but I'm keeping that just because it's good research um just you know I I, I guess I've no shame um and I'm going to keep that episode of me really really in an unwell state because it shows me never ever take your mental health for granted like seriously guys if you take your mental health for granted right and you're not sleeping and you're just rolling with that and you're listening to that inner critic and you're not doing the work like meditation or you know um listening to positive things um if you're in that state and, and you're you're feeling the negativity and you're letting that build you're feeling anxious you're letting that build you're feeling low self-esteem you're comparing yourself you know their house is bigger they're slimmer they're they're cooking better deal uh, meals they their partner looks better they're they're better looking like whatever nonsense you're comparing yourself on social media or perhaps to comparing yourself on the newspapers or, or whatever comparison is everywhere if you're letting that part of the mind take over that really critical part that can build and build and build and what i want to say to you because i've had quite a few questions in still about social media and people coming onto my website mummyjojo.com looking for help with the self-esteem the comparison shopping on there um whatever it is whether you're on social media or not but you're comparing yourself to people i want to remind you that that's normal but i also want to remind you that there is no no point in beating yourself up and thinking that other people are better than you right because you are freaking awesome there is some gold in you right there's some absolute dynamite just like i see in my kids and you know just like people seeing you think of the compliments you know my little boy on the trampoline the other day mom you're so much fun you know he sees me and he sees the fun side of me when i'm jumping on the trampoline and i'm dancing and i'm loving life and i'm singing he sees that magic in me right but if i'm on that critical mind and i'm looking at others and i'm thinking they're better and oh they didn't have this and they're fitter and they're whatever nonsense and i'm letting that ego takeover then i'm stopping myself from experiencing that magic that happy place that mojo and what i want to encourage you to do is try and do a bit work where you are seeing the good in you you're, you're writing down compliments you get and you're reminding yourself of them right telling yourself little mantras when you do your meditation you are learning to turn down the dials on that really nasty inner critic and be a bit kinder to yourself you know mental health awareness week has just passed kindness is absolutely key it's so important so i want you to think of three things that you do well all right okay if that's hard and you're struggling really struggling with the inner critic let's start with one thing right something you do well and if you're even struggling to think about that then and i've met a lot of people that you know i've started crying when i asked them tell me something amazing about you tell me something great about you and they can't think of anything and it makes me mad um but it's just their minds it's just that critical side and it just means that we need to be a bit more compassionate um and take a step back so i would say if you're struggling with that write down some things you love so i would write down acting singing broadcasting 
being on this, being in this mojo cave with you, snuggling, hot tubs, um, Paul from normal people, I mean Connell, oh my goodness, I think most of the UK fell in love with that dude, um, yep, he is very, very fit, um, you know, no, write down things that make you happy, um, and think about, so, right, okay, so for me, I've written acting, I've written broadcasting, so then you think, right, obviously a lot of the things that make us happy, we're good at, because we're passionate about, so right, you know, come across well, um, can entertain people, um, if you've written snuggling, you know, I, I am loving, I'm caring, so if you're struggling to compliment yourself, look at, you know, things that you really enjoy, um, and then it's almost like doing a bit of a mind map to, to give yourself a bit of an easier time, you know, if you're really being hard on yourself. Most people, you know, that is the default. We're wired to focus on the things we screw up on. If I was to focus on the things I screwed up this year, I would be a wreck um, because I wasn't myself for a small percent of that time. And I didn't like that person. I didn't like that person who wasn't well, but at the same time, that person was hurt. That person was so confused. That person was scared. That person was terrified. So rather than being angry and going, oh, focusing on the negative, send yourself love, send that person love. So if you've ever done something really bad and you don't need to have like, you know, a mental, illness um perhaps you've been scared or perhaps you've been hurt and you've said something you regret perhaps you've been drunk and you've said something perhaps you've been taking drugs or perhaps you've been really sleep deprived you've been up all night with the kids and you say something you regret or you you've lost your job or you're being bullied or you know we've all got stuff and you've done something out of character and you are beating yourself up that makes me sad, um, but it's so common, right, to beat yourself up. What I want you to do is, if there's anything you're carrying, I want you just to send a bit of love, right, to that person that did that. So maybe it was yesterday, maybe it was five years ago, <laughs> maybe in my case, um, it was, you know, a few months ago when I was really unwell. Um, I noticed sometimes I'll get flashbacks of things I said or phone calls I made and I just wish my phone had been taken from me sooner. Um, but dignity went out the window. But you know what? I just go, how afraid must that unwell person have been? How sad and lost and lonely. And give that some credit. And if there's people in your life who are still holding grudges and, you know, perhaps you've apologised or perhaps you have... Um, been just scared to approach them um i just want you to have a little bit of compassion compassion based therapy you know i spoke with paul gilbert who's huge in this field he is the daddy basically of compassion based therapy he's massive in the mindfulness space and you heard him speak a few episodes back with me all about how recovery from stress from the back the poor inner critic Compassion is so key. It takes work, right? These little tips and hints I'm giving, um, they take work, you know? Um, I feel like I'm in quite a good place this week because 
have maybe it's because it's been mental health awareness week and i've been really focused on kindness and compassion but um i just think it's so important that we keep talking about this it's not self-indulgent guys and you know i i look at like trainers and stuff on instagram and even you know big motivational speakers personal trainers all these like really positive people are saying give yourself a compassionate day where you're just you know if you want to stay in your pajamas all day it's not it's not that kind of like hey what are you going to do how many languages you learn what do you what business have you built with this time or whatever it's like right you you wanted to do absolutely nothing you wanted to just sit and chill amazing give yourself a pat on the back for that you know like i always love writing and well normally always um and you know i've got books that are sitting there that i could be tweaking and stuff and do you know what i've just not really felt it's the right time because i'm doing other things and i'm building my body back up and i'm dropping my medication down and i am writing but i'm sort of waiting as well a friend said to me the other week she called me and she said jojo think of your mojo is like the olympic flame right so We've all got that mojo in us, that amazing side that's not overthinking when we're singing, dancing, um, doing all the good stuff and we're not in guilt and we're not in fear. We're just living and we're present and that's so beautiful, right? You know, you sort of lean into the song or you lean into the film, you lean into the hug, you lean into the meal, you're cooking, you lean into the stirring of the pot. The pot. Like um, last night I was leaning into my risotto and I was leaning in and I was feeling it, you know? Um, we've all got that magic side um, and that is really really there's so much beauty in that you know when you just you're just going for it you're just enjoying yourself it's it, there's so much beauty in just being in that present moment and thinking right you know and and the mojo right is perhaps like when you're your most creative or your most funny or entertaining or you know that mojo right my friend said think of it the olympic torch is like a flame right it's a flame that's burning but sometimes you know you're not ready just to pick it up full throw yet so i know that i've got amazing edits to do on a book right and it's going to take it to the next level but the flame's just sort of simmering away in the background and i'm getting to it and i'm doing the work and i'm doing the progress but we're not 100 percent there just yet and that's okay we're not right there just yet we're present we're aware of goals we're aware of thoughts and plans and dreams and hopes or things we want to see or we're aware of that but we're not there just yet and you give yourself a bit permission and a bit space give yourself a bit permission and a bit space i hope these little tips are helping um I just wanted to come on, you know, I feel like I have had a lot of messages and I don't want people to feel like shame and I don't want people to feel stigma. Um, I just want to keep having these conversations really. And this is just a bit of an honest um, brain dump of mental health and mojo for you. I would love to answer any questions you have guys. Um, but yeah, just keep being kind to yourself. Um, go easy on yourself. 
even if it can start with one thing a day you write down um you got this you do you freaking awesome um all the love all the love to you right now and so many good vibes so many positive vibes to you just take it easy and yeah this is the time if ever there was a time to take it easy and just be kind it's now a deep chat with you guys just a lovely deep chat about really honest personal stuff just normalizing it you shout it out but i can't hear what you say join in i'm talking loud not saying much i'm criticized but all your bullets ricochet Shoot me down But I get home We will get up guys, we'll rise I'm bulletproof, so are you Nothing to lose I'm fire away, fire away Ricochet Let's take your aim Fire away, fire away Shoot me down, but I get up. You won't fall. You're titanium, baby. You shoot me down, but I won't fall. I am titanium. Oh, yes. Hold strong. Stand tall, baby. You are titanium. We all are. We're all made of strong stuff. And we all need love and good vibes you cut me down but it's you who left for the fall goes down and on and low raise your voice sticks and stones may break my bones I'm talking loud not saying much. I'm bulletproof, nothing to lose. Fire away, fire away. Ricochet, you take your aim. You fire away, fire away. You shoot me down, but I won't fall. I am Shoot me down, but I won't fall. You are titanium, darling. So hold on, stand tall, keep sharing, supporting, keep it real, be yourself, and remember, freaking awesome, you really are. Stone heart, machine gun. The ones who run stone hard as bulletproof blades. You shoot me down, but I won't fall. No, you won't, because you are titanium. You shoot me down, but I won't fall. I am titanium.
the love, guys. Thanks for being here. You're amazing. Good vibes only. Good vibes, safe lives. And your life's important. <laughs>